right, all right. Check one, check two. This is it. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee With your host, me, Rob Cantrell, call your next akin, because we're gonna uh, wing it. <laughs> I know I've skipped an episode, and you know I'm trying to keep it on point, but you know life goes up and down and swerves around, and you gotta dodge. And right now I'm just what I'm trying to do is marinate, uh, marinate and uh, coagulate and uh get my shit together in terms of the youtube please subscribe to the cannabis coffee hour youtube uh because that's where it's at man i got the full videos that i used to have patreon but i'm gonna just go full free uh youtube just uh, subscribe it's at cannabis coffee hour uh youtube now has nifty handles so that's the main connect so please plug in uh sorry to plug 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 uh it's not a thing but uh we're gonna wing it here i got some water i got some uh cannabis uh like i said it was nice to get into a rhythm of doing this because it was a little bit easier like i have to admit it's a it's really cold out i just i just smoked uh and I hadn't been smoking for a while. Like I went, you know, I was dipping and dodging and uh, I'm just working on a couple different projects that just take an intense amount of uh, thought power. But uh, so I just, uh, and I just am curating. Like I do think a lot of this stuff until I get a team on, um, a lot of this stuff is just the curation, you know, but I am very proud of the YouTube, not the plug again, but uh, I am very proud of the YouTube, uh, uh, just the, you know, over the years, it's been two years, and it was, a lot of it was during the pandemic, you know, I just have to thank you, and I have to thank cannabis, and I have to thank the sun, and I have to thank the plants, every day and all day like it's cold out but the sun is out and i was outside i have been just doing a lot of power walks that's my thing i don't like to run i like a good treadmill you know i'll definitely get uh you know on the treadmill or you know what i like to do what's that thing i always talk about it um but I haven't been stoned for a while, so it's just like, waka. <laughs> but beautiful. For there, I got to, uh, uh, um, you know, just step back and definitely enjoy it all, which is what I've been trying to do and have been doing. You know, once you, like, concentrate on the small things, like, I was uh, checking out this artist. Like, I saw her exhibit. She's this famous... Um, Yayo Kusama, uh, the great art explained. Ah, don't. Um, but I was checking her stuff out, and she's like this artist, dope artist. If you ever like, her, her tickets were so hot uh, in DC, and my mom and and uh, got to see her there, and I remember getting her the tickets, um, and it was really wild because. This lady, she just con everything's polka dots. Everything is like all her art, and it's very complex and trippy. And sometimes it's painting, sometimes it's not. It's mostly a style and an aesthetic applied to everything. 
That's how art goes. It kind of like grows and grows and then expands. Everything is expanding. We're all expanding right now. This podcast is expanding. Expansion into the unknown, but back around the sun. Um, it's a wild, wild gift uh, just to be alive and walking around and enjoying uh you know, I've been trying to eat healthy, so I've been, I, I gotta tell you, I love, I'll tell you this, a good tuna fish, like I gotta, you gotta get the the freshwater canned tuna fish, but, uh, and then the avocado mayonnaise, and then uh, some pepper and some red onion, and I had that with some saltines, I had a bunch of saltines, and uh, that was what I was hitting. But I have to say, you know, it, it sounds whatever, but at the same time, it does give you a lot of clean, mean protein. Uh, I just think in this time and age, everything's like about health, like coming out of the pandemic, like that's what I'm kind of zeroing in on. Uh, I got the pull-up bar, but I haven't been doing mad pull-ups. My new thing is just doing hangs. <laughs> I just been hanging out uh, on the pull-up bar. Uh, which has been a lot of fun and it straightens out your spine. That's been my move is like, I'll meditate for 20 minutes, um, which I've been doing and that's been getting easier. Uh, so I've been meditating um, in the morning, getting to do that after I stretch. And then I uh, doing the 20 minutes is kind of hard. Sometimes I'm, I'm Lately, I just haven't been that hard on myself. I think everybody's that way coming out of this funky funky uh wild you know time but at the same time it's always been you know definitely enlightening and uh you know if you get some sun on your face that's the gig man i was watching this other video about the importance of just getting outside and uh like the best thing you can do is get outside not look directly at the sun close your eyes but you know but just put your face up in there like a cat or a dog and just like soak up that vitamin d just right into the noggin right into the face right i like to get it right into the third eye just right and just let it get in there um i do feel it like burn out the funk in your sinuses and uh just naturally you know Everything's naturally. We're all natural. I'm drinking lava zava. I got to the tail end and I was going to make either some chai tea or another uh, lava zava. But my new move is just putting a little bit of water at the tail end just to make it last a little bit further in the afternoon. I like I, I was about to do some work. You know, I've been working on these other things. And then I was like, I got to do this podcast. Got to do it early. And then I started, I got lost on YouTube. I got, I got started watching some turnstile videos and some, uh, not too many, just two. And, uh, they have this one video that's like four videos lined up. It's a mini movie. And I think that's dope. Um, but, uh, just a little bit of music in the morning. I don't know how you do your music. I do YouTube. That's the thing. YouTube, you use, I, you know, when I'm writing or I'm checking the bullshit, but the algorithm is tricky and I'm trying to steer away from like dark media, even if it's very entertaining. Like I, I do think like t- 
taking an outlook on how to handle social media. Um, shout out the Twitter meltdown. Uh, but I don't know, like, they're, they're tweeting about the Twitter meltdown on Twitter, which is uh, a little odd. Um, i just been posting my Instagram handle up there. Uh, in case everything, just go Rob88Cantrell is where I'm at. You know, I, yeah, I did read something this morning while I was on the, the throne, a.k.a. the commode. Uh, I did read, I had this, like, self-awareness thing or self-help book. Or something. It was a magazine. Um, But it was about like curbing it down on social media. Because it does heighten uh, stress levels and depression in people um, that are on it too much. And especially if you go through all of them. Like if you're on multiple platforms. I think that's what's happening. Like we're all figuring out this new age of like anything you want all the time on, uh, on the entertainment end. And now in New York with the cannabis end, uh, you know, the dispensaries are everywhere. I mean, I want, I'm still, you know, eyeing up the dispensary market. Hopefully with this podcast growing and growing, you know, there will be so many. Uh, I'm planning a merch drop here soon. I think that's how the kids say it. Um, but at the same time, you know, you just eye in the field and figuring out the voice. I lo- I've been mad making beats. Like I, my beat file crazy um i find it really relaxing and and fun and a great way to like take uh, a break from like writing comedy and stuff like that because everything gets burned out you know there's that Lao Tzu saying like you know he's this philosopher and um like uh if you sharpen your sword too much, it gets dull. You know, if you do it too much, it becomes dull. I think that's just with everything. That's why the concept of letting go and just trying to get out of your ego, get it out of your head. That's the thing is just getting out of your way. Um, that's the title of this self-help uh, audio. No, this is the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I need to talk about those turnstile videos more. <laughs> Uh, those guys seem like stoners. It seems like a positive vibe. That's what I do dig. Uh, I've been trying to gravitate just towards pot, super positive energy. People like, even though the, uh, there's a lot of people that are funny in the negative energy, but it's like, um, in these times and days, man, it's like, but things are turning around. And sometimes I think I just watch the news too much. And uh, that's why I think, goodness. Uh, cannabis is getting legalized and uh, normalized. I think that's what's going to happen, you know. It's the normalization. I mean, it's not my generation. It's the next generation and the next generation. And it seems to be getting more normalized because it kind of led to the mushroom um, thing opening up. And I do think even mainstream culture is uh, more open even to mushroom treatment for... um, for certain types of mental illness and depression, you know, may, you know, this has been decades and decades of like wars and shit, and you know, this type of, uh, you know, just it's all about learning about the brain. That's what you know. The meditation thing is like I read about like a 50 year old dude's brain. You can make it go to like a 25 year old's brain 
if you meditate. So that's where that gig is. Where that's where I'm like, oh yeah. And it's just a good way to relax and shut it off. I think you know it's just becoming more and more needed with the amount of media, with the amount of choices. Uh, you know, I mean, shout out Bitcoin. <laughs> I mean, there's this big. I don't even know if I want to talk about these things, but um, I never got into uh, crypto. I don't want to shoot it down too much. And like, who knows? Who knows anything? But my vibe just wasn't going there. So I just, you know, you just go with your vibe. Um, I'm not, uh, you know, look, I don't look to, I talk about, the only thing it is fucking hella creepy, you know? It's like, anytime you talk about it, I get like five ads about it, you know, or if I read an article about it, I got somebody on Instagram asking me, yeah, I still, you know, it's tricky, man. It is tricky. But I do think it's going to push civilization towards more, you know, nature way, um, more cannabis way, you know, um, you know, as I say, I don't think it's the end all to be all. I don't think everybody should smoke pot. Um, but I do think it should be accepted into the culture. And I think it's already is. It's like, you know, once, you know, psychedelics move in. And I do think, like, I've never... The thing is, I don't like even LSD. and I mean, I would if it's clean, I guess. Um, I think, yeah, it's healthy to psychic do a psychedelic trip for some people um maybe that's what i need to do soon uh i haven't done one in you know years and years but uh so i i would probably go with like fresh mushrooms somewhere and then somewhere outdoors and somewhere where i have a few days you know just to process and maybe stretch it out a little bit <laughs> walk around uh, check out the new perspective, try it on like a new pair of pants. Uh, but at the same time, I do think I get the same from meditation, you know, um, because I do know that if you do, like, I think my theory is if you trip too much, you're bound to get to that bad, you know, trip. Uh, and sometimes I could steer wrong, you know, as all the stories have said, you know. Um, but I really think it's like where your energy level is. And I don't know. I don't know anything. That's one song that I dig. Uh, I think. No. Rancid, I think, is that song. I don't know. I don't know nothing. Uh, or, or it's not Operation Ivy. But I don't know. It's uh, I don't know. It's called Nothing. I think Green Day. I know Green Day plays it in their set. I am a big Green Day fan. But I haven't been pumping them as as much uh you know what i have been uh playing over and over and over um uh, is george thorogood um uh, what's that the one that i have been just playing over and over again is it's not the one that you would think turnstile and george thorogood it's not one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer, which is a great song. And that's actually a uh, John Lee Hooker song, which is like the original king of the blues. Um, 
Where is that tune, man? I bet it's on my... Uh, let's see here. Oh, there it is. Don't play the ad. Don't play the ad. Um, right on, Josephine, baby. Right on. Right on. That's a... Oh, man. Yeah, Ride on Josephine by George Thurgood and the Destroyers. I think that's when I went down to uh, Delaware. I was just like playing George Thurgood because I thought I always thought it was kind of funny. Like anybody can do a Joe Biden joke and all that shit. But I wanted to talk about George Thurgood. Uh, but yeah, shout out to the Tower uh, Comedy Festival. I don't know if I talked about it. On the last podcast, I should have checked on that, but uh, but that was a blast um, and a half. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I talked about it yet. <laughs> no, I had a blast. Uh, shout out to the Tower Comedy Festival in Dewey Beach, Delaware slash Rehoboth. Uh, I did this great gig. Um, with Rory Scovel and, uh, Carmen Christopher and, uh, it was sick. It was a sick festival. There were great comics there. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mateo Lane was there. Um, shout out all these cats. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I drove down in my, in my Jeep and I drove down, which was fun. But uh, I put it into the GPS, Rehoboth Beach. This was wild, man. And so I got up early and I got out of the city. Like, the thing about New York is if you're ever going to drive in or out, go in the fucking morning, like, really early. The rest of the time, it's just fucking jammed up and super stressful to drive. Um, so what I've learned is just go early and get the fuck out of Dodge. It's all about getting out of Dodge. If you want to leave uh, Escape from New York, if you want to go fucking Snake Plissken out of this thing. So I was I was rocking like Snake Plissken on down to Del Dewey Beach, Delaware. I put it into the GPS. Man, I got my Spotify. You know, I shouldn't brag about Spotify. I was listening to Neil Young. He had some good points. But uh, I do like it. Maybe there'll be some other. I do like maybe I'll switch over to YouTube music. I do like YouTube. I listen. Like I said, I listen to a lot of you know, I could say fucking on my own. I listen to a lot of fucking music on YouTube. I think everybody does. My album's out on YouTube. Check it out. That's how I can get paid. Uh, the can can uh, Cannabis Coffee Hour. Uh, no, the uh, Pure Uncut Joy is my stand-up album. But on sp that's not on Spotify. They took. That's why I'm kind of weird. They took my stand-up down. Um, my the record label that I'm on is in a big dispute with them. But I do have my hip-hop album. But that's self-release. I mean, that's my music album. I can't say it's full-on hip-hop. It's like, it's just my vibe music. <laughs> that's my music. Uh, but I have been make, having blast making some beats. Um, but no, do, I wanted to talk about Dewey Beach, Bel Delaware. I ran, I, when I put it in the GPS, I drove down and I was, I was having a great day, man. I had the sunroof. It wasn't open, but, I, you know, it was kind of like open to the point where I can get the rays in, but it's not the wind. And it was sunny, and I had some great beats. I've been, I put some George Thurgood uh, on there. I got, I, you know, I got some Grateful Dead. 
Um, what's the Grateful Dead tune that I've been listening? To? Uh, I've been I've been I've been listening to some Grateful Dead, but I want what I what I wanted to Google, and I guess I could do it. I need a miracle every day. That was the trippy part about the Grateful Dead is like, yo, bro, I need a miracle. Uh, they would sell out, and then these hippies would stand outside and ask for a miracle. And sometimes you would get some; they would get a great uh, concert ticket. Um, and that's how you would get in. I never did that, but I think I did know some people that did did do that. Um, every day, it's just like every day there's miracles going on. I guess the song is I Need a Miracle. And it's on Shakedown Street, which is a wild, like, disco hip album. Like, it's Power 70s. Um, and the, and their, their artwork on their albums are always so good. That's what's kind of trippy about it. And that out, outwork, artwork, it's like... Um, it seems like it's the same cat that did the artwork for the Janis Joplin album. Uh, Grateful Dead. Uh, Shakedown Street. Was it who did the artwork? I could talk about that forever, and then we'll go back to Dewey Beach. Uh, Um, talk but I just uh, I got off track and then I just remembered the artwork yeah the art is, is this like hipster jazz cat oh man so good the font like if you ever look at their font who did the artwork album cover I'm going to put in artist because I think it's the same. I do like graphic design and I do love this font and they use purple. Oh my God. Now they, and they, and the Grateful Dead is, has a bunch of animation. Um, that's really wild. Like just, they had great artists, all, all great artists. Because they had all the weed and all the LSD. Um, no. San Francisco just had, it still does. It's just a very, it's a, if you want to create, the weather's great. The people are great. Um, shout out to uh, the Grateful Dead and George Thurgood. But when I was driving down there, all of a sudden, like I was flying down. And then all of a sudden, I was like, on this road that said I had to go and it didn't show it on the GPS that I had to go over like on a boat like I drove my car onto a boat from uh, New Jersey down to Delaware but the dope and but it cost 35 bucks I was bummed but it saved me like an hour and a half uh, they were like well you can go around I guess I, I picked the fastest like you always do but the fastest is you got to take your car on top of a boat. 
and all of a sudden I'm just in my car and I'm floating on the water and then you can go upstairs and I have to say it was a beautiful ride and it was sunny uh, I posted it on my Instagram check out my ins I didn't post it but maybe I'll put those slides up I didn't take that many pictures when I was down there I would I thought about it and then I would I would pull away you know there was so much social like showbiz like meeting the other comics and then you and you're thinking about your set and you're thinking about just getting to the show and I just checked into the hotel I do like to get to the gig sometime the day before or really early this time you know I checked into the I got out of New York it, you know I, I mean you know they don't let you check in till three anyway so I got in and uh, checked in at three and the hotel was amazing they had a sauna I did a I did a sauna. Uh, I haven't done a sauna, and they had a saltwater pool. So in the morning after the gig, that was I just went full on with this like in their organic breakfast. They actually had banana uh, chocolate milkshakes. On like their morning breakfast was a little bit better than the Holiday Inn joint. It was kind of you know artisanal. Uh, some but it was I think, yeah I had like egg whites and spinach. And then I, then I had like this banana chocolate thing that was absolutely delicious. Uh, <laughs> uh, the gig was dope, man. The show was packed. It was in this auditorium. It was like the downtown center of Rehoboth Beach. And I spent my 20s there like partying one summer. Um, and I remember all the pizza places. They have this shout out to Grotto's Pizza. All these pizza joints, you know, I'm, I'm living, living in New York for, you know, I guess since 2005. So it's now 17 years. Uh, wow. Has it been that long? Yeah. I think New York, uh, maybe I'm a New Yorker. i still don't really feel full on. <laughs> uh, but I did there with my pizza snobbery. But the pizza is really good. But I could tell it was really greasy. It was really like stuff you would really like if you were drunk and in your 20s. Um, but they did have some... Uh, uh, sh uh, they had this like... I'm really into the Mediterranean diet. And I'm really into uh, Greek places. So I did get like... Uh, did I get lamb shawarma? No, I got falafel. And the falafel was okay. <laughs> it was at the beach. Like, these guys were... It, it seemed to be kind of a throwback of, like, those old Euro places that where the meat's kind of questionable. I used to eat there, but I don't know. I, I have to do some little bit more research on lamb. But I do know that it's, like, the best meat, and I think I'm going to have some for my birthday. Maybe I'll try to get some tonight. A rack of lamb. I'm going out to dinner... So I'm, I think uh, I might have a little bit of lamb if they have it on the menu. I'm going to start looking for it. I'll let you guys know what it, it's all about. I, I never liked lamb chops, though. But that was, maybe it was pork chops. Maybe mom would make pork chops. I don't know if we had, sometimes, maybe. I don't know, maybe when you heard lamb when you're a kid, it's kind of, you know, that is a nice animal. <laughs> I have been communicating with my cat. I have to say, like, getting a cat, you know, I'm becoming such an old lady. But, uh, but getting a cat, my move is, like, we touch noses. And, uh, 
and I can do it like I only do it like once in a while like I don't scare that off but it's like she doesn't have another cat so she does she's like mm. and uh yeah we're buddies but she's crazy and she still goes after my yoga pad like she'll just sneak in there and just go off on it and then lately she's been dragging toys in here and I literally like throw her toys like a tennis ball with a dog like I, she's getting bigger and eating a ton right now like she's now like a stocky teenager and she's all muscular cool cat she just comes up on the bed and goes pet me and I just pet her and that's it <laughs> I haven't been doing crazy pull ups I've been doing hangs I've been hanging out Last night I did a show and it was like, wasn't that well, you know, it was just like a spot at this comedy club. Shout out to the Eastville Comedy Club in Brooklyn, New York. I do pop in there from time to time, uh, but it was kind of light because I think it just got cold. Like, like last night it's dropped to like 32. Like you had to bring out the big parka and New Yorkers aren't really that hyped on it. Like I said, like it's been kind of sunny. I was just in Rehoboth Beach and everybody was in their shorts and it was sunny. Well, I can't say they were in their shorts, but uh, it was sunny. I think I may have had long pants on, but maybe a t-shirt. Like, it was definitely long pants and t-shirt. And that was nice because it wasn't... Like, this was the area that's, like, during the season is so jam-packed. Like, it's like rock star. T-shirt shops, bong shops... Uh, you know, all the, all the, as my mom would say, the gooky G, like all the fucking bullshit, just, you know, Times Square, cheesy mall, where everything's for sale, and everybody's there, and everybody's stomping on each other's toes, um, but sometimes that energy's cool, but sometimes when you're looking at it at, from a beach aspect, it's not the best. But, uh, yeah, the town was kind of empty, not empty, because it was still, because that place is still kind of dope. Like, my first joke was like, oh, this is like the Hamptons of Baltimore, and it got a big laugh. Um, and then I did some DC material, and it was that area, so it went over. It was just a lot of fun. Um, shout out to the organizers and all that. Check out the Tower Comedy Festival in uh, Dewey Beach, Delaware next year. I'm sure they're going to do it again because it seemed like it was a massive success um, because they filled out a big auditorium uh, like four or five times. I was like, Jesus. Stand-up is still getting, you know, that's what I feel like. But it was light last night, but I had a good set. Uh, people are just ready to laugh. You know, I'm going to post up some shows soon, but I'm still just, you know, I'm marinating on new material like i am ready you know after all this to release a special i don't know how or will i do it i know i could do an audio album pretty easily uh if i want to um i can arrange that but nowadays it's like i could probably do it all myself after doing my hip-hop album or my music album um so now you know i'm kind of always dancing with diy because I know in the long run, it's just more money. And that's why I'm trying to stay healthy. <laughs> uh, taking some zinc, doing the vitamin C, the emergencies here and there. But the, the day was great. I got, I, we went out, we had, I had a Caesar salad <laughs> at late night. That's how I rock. I had an iced tea and a Caesar salad, and then I smoked a couple one hitters. Um, 
and went to bed and uh, we got a great night's sleep and got up and had some breakfast and then went for a sauna and then swim. You know, I sweated it out and then I washed it out. And it was like a hot sauna and it was so early, nobody was there. So I had it all to myself and I just had it piping hot. It was just all steam. You're just in this room and just it just sweated everything out and then it sweated the Caesar salad out in the show before. <laughs> I only got to do, like, the, the lineup was packed. Um, so they didn't want a super long show. And I agree. Like, it, when there's more than five comics on the show, it just gets long. So it, my set was only, they, you know, they, it, they took care of me. Uh, but my set was only 10 minutes. But I, the crowd was so hot, I went, you know, I was all over the map. But I don't want to talk about stand-up too much because I think that bores people. Um, there's so many like talk about stand. The one thing about comedy is like talking about comedy is not the funniest. Um, but this gig was funny. The next, I'll tell you what's always funny <laughs> is stepping in dog doo-doo. Uh, and that's what happened. I was so happy the morning. I did this whole swim. I had my fresh shoes on. Um, I had these, I got these new shoes. I had to buy some. My, my, my Solomons popped open. Uh, they broke on me. I wonder if I could send them in. I don't know. It's hard to send in shoes. I do love me a good pair of Solomons, but the, uh, their like pulley system broke on me. So I got some old school like running shoes and they've been really working because I do have some high arches, but they've been in, in New York just kills me sometimes. But Ever since I've been doing my five Tibetan stretches, knock on wood or whatever, uh, you know, I think I've just been stretching myself out a lot better. So I haven't had as many kinks and kanks um, of this granite, big rock city that beats you up uh, after a while. So you gotta, I'm always like stretching, drinking. I got my jug of water. I should drink a little bit of water here. Because I, I downed like a whole thing. I got a can of Lava Zava coffee. Lava Zava, it gets you through. It's like a, it's a, it's a good solid coffee. And it's already ground. I got the, I, I do like those old school coffee tins. Like I just dig them. And they got a good one. But I don't like fold, like I don't want like basic ass coffee. So it's nice, but it's like, it skips the steps of like crushing the coffee beans. Which I usually do. But sometimes you just want to run and gun. And so I got the grounds and I did that. But I just powered through it before the thing. And like I said, you know, I was between. So I got a little bit of watered down coffee. But I also want to chug my shot out old school Nalagene bottle. I'm going to chug this bad boy down. bad boy actually everything feels better about me right now <laughs> my i was you, you could have heard my on me on the mic my nose was all kind of because i kind of got the window open because i wanted to burn some herb a little bit more but like i said i got i got a little high before the show and then um you know it was tricky to start but now thanks for hanging in there 
uh, we're in the home stretch. And I, I could tell you what happened. Oh, I stepped in dog doo-doo. And I remember it. And, and, and I guess all the meditation... Like, it was such a bummer when it happened, because it was, like, kind of this crowded area, and then there was, like, this local, like, uh, flag routine. I mean, it was nice, but it was, like, a local parade, but it was, like, I was trying to go to the beach and chill, and I know the part of the town. This is, like, the most busiest part of the little city area, which is awesome. This whole scene is just, you know, it's boardwalk. It's everything you want. It's everything I dig. So I was so hyped to be there and do the show, and the show went great. The crowd was fucking awesome. And then I walked out, and I had these new shoes on, and I swear, I stepped right into the freshest, freshest, brand new doo-doo. And it was all in my running shoe. (laughs) And you know, and this dude pointed it out to me, and I did it, and I knew there was the energy just like, I just, you just know. You just go, oh. And the dude went, Ooh. And I looked at him and I go, ah. and I didn't get mad at him. You know, I think maybe my younger day, I would have been like, because I hate when people in public, as much as I want to be on stage, I am a weirdo introvert. Like I, I can, I'm very happy alone sometimes <laughs> that I mean, uh, by myself in a hotel room. I love my friends and family all the time, all day, every day till the day is done. But sometimes you just need to be alone. And I'm one of those cats that can handle being alone sometimes. Not a ton. Nobody wants to do that a ton. But sometimes, you know, just the hustle and bustle of life. And doing comedy, that's one of the kind of nice things. is just, you know, a little bit of free time. And I'm writing. So it just, and so it's a good time to get away and write a little bit. But I stepped right into this dog shit. And I didn't say it. And then, I, but I, I kind of slowed down. I processed it. I was like, this is not the worst thing. Like, I'm not going to let this get me down. Like, it was more like I knew exactly what to do. I was like, I'm going to go right over to that, like, sandy area. Sandy, and it was like grassy sand, and wipe the first layer off. Whoosh. Did that. And, you know, it was fresh, so it got all in the tread. And then you know what you got to do. You got to be Operation Doodoo Stick, right? That's when I knew I knew I had to go get a doodoo stick. I had to get a stick that you have to scrape the doodoo. And this might be grossing you out, but everybody knows what I'm talking about. Sometimes you need to get the doodoo stick. And uh, I had to get the doodoo stick and I had to do full on surgery, doodoo surgery on every tread. But I did it, you know, with meditation, I just knew, and it was funky, and it was bad, but I knew I had my clean hotel room, and I just got this gig, and it paid all right, and everything was, you know, everything was just kind of flowing. You know, you know, you know, I hid out most of 2020, 21, you know, I just barely getting out of there um, and getting used to this shit. And shit kind of was going well, and it was great. And then it was like at the beach, uh, and I stepped in this dog doo doo. So I just knew what to do, and I just got it done. And I swear to God. And then there was all this hand sanitizer stuff, and I was getting paper towels from a couple places, you know. And I got it so clean, so clean, like it was fresh. Uh, because there was a lot of like back streets with a lot of like little grassy areas with 
Like, uh, I do love me a good public bench. I should do more of those. I have uh, broadcast um, from these benches in Prospect Park. But the laws have been a little bit shady. Like, I've been hearing about the illegal um, dispensaries getting busted in... Um, you know, there's just like New York just legalized and all these bodegas popped up because other states have it and the product is getting grown. But some of these places don't have like the general basic license. So um, the cops are starting to pop them, but it's legal to have it. So it's like, you know, everything's getting figured out. It is a brand new world full of podcasts and uh, legal herb and and, uh, you know, I really think it goes back to general health and funky-ass music. You know, I got this brand-new one-hitter. I mean, I don't love it. Because it's, you know, just a basic tube. And that's why I do love it. It's so simple. But it's a little cheesy. And I don't know how good it the glass is. I should step up and get a little bit better glass, I think, is what I need. But the only thing about it is I have packed the other side that I suck out of. Because it's like just super straight-on simplistic style, which I do dig. And it's easy to clean. My other one broke. Uh, I dropped it. That's the only thing about glass and pieces. Um, they do break. Um, and then using plastic. That's what I was thinking about. A good bowl would be like a hybrid between wood and glass. And the stem would be like wood and then the, the glass. Because I do love... Or I've had had some wooden bowls that I really loved. I had this little one that was like shaped like a fish. And I had it in San Francisco. And it would fit like right in your pocket. It was the most simplest and it was carved beautifully. But it would clog up a little bit. But it would still like, you could just almost sift right through it with a uh, paper clip. Just like anyone had or Like it would just clean out. I think about the glass, I think you could wash it out. I think that's why it's a little bit easier with the resin and stuff like that. Um, but pre-rolls are great, but they do stick up the joint. And, you know, they're great for outside, sometimes inside. I mean, that's the most, like, free and get running, gunning, and probably the most environmentally. And, you know, that's what I do love about being in Jamaica is uh, just rolling up big, fat splits spliffs and everything's kind of outside um and airy and open so it just works out because <laughs> it's so hot but being hot and high is a little bit different than being snow and high and cold and high but that also works like also like those that's what's so trippy about it, is like even the mountain areas like colorado there's nothing more stonier than fucking boulder or you know up in those mountains in Colorado with legalized herb and then like snowboarders and skiing. Skiing, I have to say that I have snowboarded high and it is one of the best feelings in the world on cannabis. Uh, but you have to, you know, I don't know if I would recommend that because I would recommend it maybe if there wasn't a lot of people. When I did it, there wasn't a lot of people on the slope. And you got to know what you're doing. I think all of it's like knowing your 
what you're doing. Um, but at the same time, nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> In terms of, you know, I've just been trying to apply that. Like, I think all this group thought and teams and I've been thinking of more of uh, everybody has a different perspective and different angle. And I know that because that's what it is. Because there's old people, young people, people from there, people from here, people from over there, people in the past, people in the future, people. That's what I commented to one of the comics, like after we were eating. I think everybody else was having pizza. I, I had a Caesar salad. Not that I was bumming. It's just uh, late night I like to go. And I always like the Caesar salad. It is a good salad. I know it's not the healthy salad. But it's like kind of middle of the road. That's how I like to roll. Uh, some fresh cracked pepper on anything is actually kind of good. I've found. Uh, but some fresh lettuce. Oh, get out of here, kid. Some fresh green. Um, that bowl hit nice. I mean, it, it actually, I thought it was going to be too fat, but it just was like this little tiny one. It was like, um, just enough. Just enough to bring it on home for the cannabis coffee hour. What episode is this? This is one, nine, four, or five, seven? We're up to five. One, nine, five. One, ninety-five. Stay alive, 1995. That was a big year for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was when Biggie kind of hit, like 94, 95. But then I remember Biggie and Tupac dying, and that was a big deal. I get so sad about all this violence, you know. It's just peace, peace, love, you know. That's where I'm at, man. That's where it's always been at. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just like a lot of media, a lot of celebrity, a lot of music. Uh, what does it all mean? Right on, Josephine, baby, right on. That's just some good rock and roll. The thing about rock and roll is like that, especially that upbeat rock and roll, it's easy to dance to. And everybody's got to dance. That's what I was thinking about. Uh, everybody's got to dance and everybody's got to move. Even the metal heads are dancing in their own way, <laughs> you know? Uh, even the country. Like, some people, But some people don't like music at all. And I get that. I get that. Some people don't read at all. Some people don't believe the earth is round. Some people do this. Some people do that, man. Who knows? What I know is uh, I do still love cannabis and coffee. I love doing this podcast. Um, I hope to do more out there on the road. I've been thinking how flexible this podcast is. So, I, you know, on the YouTube, not to be plugalicious, uh, pluglacious, um, but on the YouTube, you know, there's like different episodes that are live, you know, in terms of video and then also audio. And I'm, I'm going to put more music in it and more beats and try to take it outdoors as we all unfold into the future. But I do appreciate you. And thanks for tuning in. Um, the cannabis was good. It, I, I didn't have the strain. It was just a pre-roll. Um that I drained out, and that's how, I, you know, that's how, it's a good way. The thing about cannabis is it, it is expensive out there, you know, so you got to watch it. 
uh, with, with dispensaries and all that. Um, and what, but that's what I love about doing weed gigs. So if you want to, you know, get at me, go to my website. If you run like a weed facility that it wants to have comedy or the cannabis coffee hour podcast broadcast live, I kind of, I'm going to step into doing, you know, a lot of live streams with this. That's kind of where my head's going. Um, and I'm excited to bring you all on the ride. Uh, the ride of a lifetime. The cannabis coffee hour. <laughs> We're going to get scared and jittery. That's just an old joke of mine. Uh, my stand-up. That you could check out Plug Town. At plug, plug. At the uh, Pure Uncut Joy. Which is my... Uh, stand-up album, which I recorded in 2019, right before the pandemic. So I, I think like the new one would be interesting. I just have to go through all my old material, which I have been doing. And it's been fun. And I'm just lining up all this new one. But I don't want to talk about COVID. Um, people want to get out of that. Hopefully we'll get out of that. But you got to live it in the moment. <laughs> you got to concentrate on those little circles. Like Yayo uh, Kosama, the great artist, like she would just zero in on these circles. Like everything was tiny, right down to the, you know, right down to the very, and I think that's how you got to approach things is very slow and like, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, just concentrate on the little things and just, you know, I think that's how you can make time slow down you know all right stay up peace love i'm out Discovering truth is not a question of intelligence. It's intelligence, not intellectual ability or intellectual intelligence at all. Because if it were, I mean, there's so many people with really um, sharp intellects.